Welcome to the Mission Self-Improvement Podcast, where as cliche as it may sound, our mission is to improve your lives and the lives around you. I'm your host, Alex Wilcox, joined by co-founder of MSI, Jacob O'Brien. Happiness and success are everybody's goal, whether mental, emotional, interpersonal, or financial. The intent of this podcast is to give you stories, helpful hints, and tools that point you in the right direction. Enjoy. Welcome to our third podcast of Mission Self-Improvement. I'm your host, Alex Wilcox. Once again, I'm here with Jacob O'Brien, and we're here today to talk to you about gratitude. Uh, I've said this probably a thousand times, I'm kind of a creature of habit, that your gratitude determines your attitude, which determines your altitude. If you ask yourself this question, how many people that wake up early in the morning and climb to the top of mountains, how many of those people have a terrible attitude? In my experience, everybody that actually climbs and has to wake up early in the morning to do so, whether it's Everest or the local peak in town, usually those people have a great attitude. And I would argue that that comes from their level of gratitude. What are your thoughts, Jacob? Well, I'm no climber, uh, <laughs> but I do get up early, and I I think that I think that you're totally right as far as those people probably have a lot of great qualities as far as positive self talk, like we talked in the past, as far as uh, being grateful, as far as having goals and setting them and achieving them. Um, I think overall, uh, people that are getting up early and going and achieving those great things overall uh, spend some time really focusing on themselves. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Willie Nelson actually said, when I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. I love the quote, the thought that gratitude can have such an impact on someone that, you know, really over the course of years, lots of people have listened to his content. He's saying that the reason why his life turned around is due to the fact that he started counting his blessings or expressing his gratitude, something that we also can really benefit. Uh, so uh, first of all, I want to talk about the why behind gratitude. What, what, what do we get out of it? Um, why this happens in your brain. We'll talk about that. And then the how-to, really how anybody can start implementing gratitude in their life to, uh, to get the benefits from it. Not only yourself getting the benefit from it, but those around you, whether your family members, your friends, uh, anybody you interact with, uh, reap the benefit. It's really, uh, it's a really great quality. So, uh, some of the benefits, uh, I'll list a few. I I'm sure you've got a few as well. Yeah. Uh, but studies show that gratitude can improve your happiness your self-esteem. Uh, we talked about this last week, uh, or, uh, or excuse me, the last podcast, specifically about uh, depression. Uh, your gratitude can actually help uh, reduce levels of depression. It makes you as an individual more resilient. Uh, your blood pressure goes down. Uh, you know, heartache can go down. Energy can be increased it can actually lead, lead to a longer life. Um, 
it, it's, it's incredible what it can do for you. In your experience, Jacob, what have you seen gratitude do for people? Well, let me, can I, can I kind of define why that is, um, all those benefits happen just to, just to give everybody a quick, you know, a snapshot of, of why gratitude has all those benefits. Um, usually when I'm coaching people, I tell them that gratitude is the gateway to happiness. And the reason why I say that is because defining gratitude and ungratitude really puts it, uh, puts it into perspective. So gratitude is really just thinking about what you do have. Being ungrateful is really focusing on what you don't have. So for example, just a general, I have a vehicle. I have one type of vehicle. How many different types of vehicles are out there? Countless amount, right? I could focus on the one that I do have and feel fulfilled or I could focus on all the vehicles that I don't have, the Lamborghinis, the Ferraris, the Range Rovers, the, all that stuff. The difference between th- focusing on what you don't have and what you do have is the sense of fulfillment. So when you focus on what you do have, you naturally feel fulfilled. You naturally feel like you have enough. You naturally feel like you're complete. When you are complete and fulfilled, you, you get a sense of happiness. Now, when you focus on the things that you don't have, which is focusing on other people's items or whatever, you get the sense that you're not complete, that you don't have enough, that you're not enough. Therefore, the unhappiness follows. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, it's interesting. We talk about uh, what the brain does with a lot of these different things we talk about. Uh, serotonin and dopamine are actually created when you go through the process of being thankful for something. Uh, really what it's doing every time you're thankful for something, it's activating the bliss center of your brain. Who doesn't want bliss? Let's be honest, right? The, the idea of yielding happiness, that's our goal. We want to improve our lives. We want to make it better. Bliss is really the objective and it's in a very good way of doing this a lot of people seek this out in unhealthy ways right uh there's there's addictions to drugs uh simply because they're trying to engage the bliss center of their brain that they don't get otherwise uh this is an uh a healthy alternative to create that and what's cool is it's self-perpetuating right? The more grateful you are, the more blissful you feel, the more blissful you feel, the more grateful you are. And it almost builds a shield around you. It makes it where you become this, uh, this positive, uh, generating engine. You continue to yield these (coughs) positive thoughts and eventually it's hard to get any of the negative in. Um, it's, it's, uh, amazing what your prefrontal cortex can do. Uh, it, you're really training it to retain positive thoughts. Uh, another, uh, quote that I really like is, uh, comes from Sri Chinmoy. I may be butchering, uh, his or her name. Uh, gratitude is the sweetest thing in a seeker's life in all human life. If there's gratitude in your heart, 
then there will be tremendous sweetness in your eyes. I love this quote specifically because it's addressing the seekers. Those that are looking for more. Those that are looking to improve their lives. I would argue anybody listening to this podcast, again, to be redundant, mission self-improvement is to improve the lives of us and the lives of others. If you're seeking that, you can fill your eyes with sweetness where you see things through a rose-colored lens. Um, it's exciting that you something that you can just implement today can provide you those type of things. Can I jump in here real quick? Yeah, please. Can you can you read off again where he says uh, your heart, where it, it uh, touches your heart? Yep. If there is gratitude in your heart, and there will be tremendous sweetness in your eyes. So the reason why that hits home for me is because... Um, True gratitude starts with your mind and ends in your heart. Um, I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding of what gratitude is. Uh, a lot of people misinterpret gratitude and manners. Um, so saying thank you to somebody, hate to burst your bubble, that's not being grateful. Unless it goes through your mind and touches your heart, it's not being grateful. That's called manners. My five-year-old, or sorry, my six-year-old and my <laughs> three-year-old have great manners. I've taught them that. But if you think about a child being a three-year-old and a six-year-old, can they be grateful? Do they have the capacity of having uh, some it, um, thing happen where it hits their brain and goes to their heart and they can feel gratitude? For example, let's say hypothetically, I cook my kids dinner, right? And it's eight o'clock at night and I've been up since three o'clock in the morning and I've been busting my butt all day and I make something like beef stroganoff. Guess what's gonna happen? My kids are gonna say, I don't want beef, uh, I don't want beef stroganoff, I want chicken nuggets. They don't think, dad, you have been out there all day slaving away for us to put money and food on <laughs> our table. They don't think that. It'll never cross a six-year-old's mind, right? And so the, the point that I wanted to make very apparent is gratitude comes from within. True gratitude. True happiness. True fulfillment comes from within. And uh, the thing that's sad is I use the example of kids, but there's a lot of adults that never get to the point. Do you know what I'm saying? where they still are complaining about the beef stroganoff and wanting chicken nuggets. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's super sad that 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds never grow up in regards to gratitude. Sure. Uh, so is all hope lost for those people that, uh, that haven't been able to figure out the gratitude cycle? Uh, is Should they just Put up the towel now and throw in the towel and and say uh, no more. Let's not let's <laughs> let's not give this a go anymore. Well, we wouldn't be here if that was the case, <laughs> right? Um, one thing that we believe, and you're going to hear over and over and over and over again, is we believe that anybody can be happy. We believe anybody can be successful. We believe that you and us have unlimited amounts of potential, but we also believe that it it takes work. You know, things aren't going to happen overnight. So people that are in a rut, that, that, that don't know how to be grateful. And you know what? Actually, since you said that, let me bring up a point on, on how important this is for our parents out there. 
okay? Um, I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Uh, my kids and I were at Wendy's and there were three cars that were ahead of us. And uh, my six-year-old daughter, after sitting in line for just a couple minutes, she comments, ugh, this is taking forever, Dad. <laughs> okay, and what I told her is I said, Autumn, we have three people that are ahead of us. I said, we need to be patient and we need to wait in line. And then I, and then I said, and think about how many people are inside working really hard so you don't have to make your own dinner tonight. I said, if you shift your perspective a little bit, you're gonna be grateful that somebody's in there and that you're gonna eventually have food put in front of you, right? Yeah. I sh I, I, and honestly, I've never heard her complain about something like that ever again. And I think it's our role as parents to, I mean, our goal is, I, I, okay, one thing that I believe in for every parent is every parent wants their kids to be happy, right? Every kid wants their kids to grow up be happy and successful. And gratitude is really the gateway for that. And yet, how many parents are complaining about being in line and having their kids learn that? Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So they're teaching their kids how to be ungrateful. And again, as my definition, if you teach your kids how to be ungrateful, you're teaching them that they're unfulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. I... Uh, David Stein Rast said, the root of joy is gratefulness. From a continuous improvement guy uh, that's been practicing this for years, you always try to dig down into root cause, okay? Whether it's the positive or the negative. Uh, you don't look at the superficial necessarily. You want to look at what actually originated whatever happens. So you have a problem, for example. Uh, let, let's say I, uh, I've really got back pain. Uh, I've been struggling with back pain for a while. I go into the doctor and I say, doctor, uh, I actually don't say doctor, I address them by their name. <laughs> but uh, as I'm asking them, I say, hey, please fix my back. It's, I, I'm experiencing so much pain. Upon further analysis and looking at my body, asking me some uh, questions, identifies that it's not my back at all, but instead, because I have really tight muscles in my legs, uh, it's inflaming my sciatic nerve, which in turn, I feel pain in my back. Now, if I did everything I could to fix my quote unquote back without ever looking at my legs, the reality is you would never drive improvement to your back. Same thing with this positive thing. You're looking for joy. You don't want to say, okay, all these people are joyful. I don't have a chance. But instead, look at what the root of that joy is, the root of that happiness. The root is gratitude. The root is gratefulness. It's crazy, crazy how powerful this can be. So uh, I, I wanna switch gears a little bit. Uh, I, I wanna talk about some methods by which we can apply gratitude in our lives. Uh, can you think of anything off the top of your head, Jacob, on how we can apply gratitude? Well, uh, actually last podcast, we talked about the four-step process for, uh, I don't know if that was a four-step process for improvement or, or whatever. Positive self-talk. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Positive self-talk, but I, I love that and I feel like it can totally be applied here. Um, I think I think our goal here is to shift your mindset. You know, like I said, our, our goal 
is to hit the heart. That is your goal because that's where the belief and the true change is going to happen. So, and, and real quick, uh-huh. uh, hold that thought. The four things for those listeners that didn't hear uh, is thinking about it in your mind, writing it down, saying it out loud, and and reading it. Right. So let's see if I can say that again. Think about it. Say it out loud. Write it down, and read it. Okay, those those are the four big things. Yeah, so I I love that, and I totally feel like that can be applied here. I I, I feel like you can proactively try to think about the things you're grateful for. Um, I think I think something else that is super powerful <laughs> is actually verbally communicating your gratitude. You know, so for example, my mom called me yesterday, and she said, "I want to watch your kids. I haven't seen them for a few days." And I didn't really need her to watch my kids, but she really wanted to. Um, so she she came and actually picked up my kids, and she watched my kids for about three hours. And when I went and picked them up, I was like, I you know I am I am so grateful. Thank you. I I always try to tell whoever helps me out. Thank you. And actually, I actually had my kids go buy her her favorite chocolates, right? And and what that does for you that that change I mean that hits your heart right there I mean that truly feels deep down so I think that that's super huge the other thing to think about is gratitude doesn't have to be huge it can be small things I mean think about the small things like for example transportation um, friendships uh, something as small as chocolate you know just spending a few minutes to think about the small things are really gonna start shifting your mind it doesn't have to be the Ferrari, the big houses, though all the you know those vacations. It can be the small things, and I think if we can shift to all the little small things add up, I I, I think that's probably going to be where you're going to see the most benefits. Sure. Uh, the fact that anybody's listening to this podcast uh, would suggest they have some type of resources, probably have a phone, for example, something to be very thankful for. The technology, the opportunity in your hand is limitless. Uh, One of the opportunities to really improve your gratitude game is serving others that don't have such a good opportunity as yourself. So if you were to take the least fortunate person alive today out of the 7.7 billion people and you take the most fortunate person, yes, I realize this scale is subjective, Put yourself on that that scale. Are you above 50%? I would suggest that almost everybody listening to this podcast is probably in the top 10%. You see some of these absolute uh, travesties that happen in the world. You see issues in North Korea where people are forced to think, talk, and act a certain way. Think about Rwanda a few years back and even to the, today, the, the suffering that people went through that just because they were born a certain way, run the risk of being killed. If you're in North America, if you're in a first world country, you never have to deal with those things. Uh, it's, it's an absolute blessing that we're given to be able to even be able to listen to a podcast, to be able to wake up in the morning somewhere where it's warm, somewhere where there's a roof over our head and we have food to feed ourselves and our kids, family members, etc. 
one very powerful way of exp- or finding uh, more gratitude in your life is by serving people that are further down on that scale, that are less fortunate than you. You know, during the holidays, uh, you oftentimes see these people that will uh, volunteer at soup kitchens, right? Go to homeless centers and serve others. Why is it just during the holidays? Let's find a way to help people every single day that's less fortunate than us. It's so easy to see very quickly when you're serving them how grateful they are for your help. Uh, Gary V, we quote him a lot, a great mentor of uh, mine and Jacob's. Uh, he was on a, uh, a, he was giving a talk, and one of the things he talked about was, "Hey, I want to let all of you know that I just lost nine million dollars. Two opportunities. One was a million dollar opportunity. The other was eight million dollars." He said, "In the past forty-seven seconds, lost nine million dollars," and he said. I'm going to be real with all of you. I'm pumped about it. Imagine a world where you lost $9 million and you saw the positive in it. It wasn't because he wanted to lose money. It was because he knew he was going to learn from it. His team was going to learn from it. He knew that it was an opportunity to turn it a glass half full. It's amazing how you can turn any loss and learn from it and and be positive about it if you've continued to up your uh, gratitude game. Uh, Another thing uh, you can do is, is meditate. Meditation every day and more than once a day can get you in the right frame of mind. I know you've experienced a lot of positive growth from meditation. You want to talk about that, Jacob? Yeah, I think um, I think going back to the negative self-talk, um, I think it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible to be grateful and have that negative self-talk. And the majority of that negative self-talk comes from uh, beating yourself up on the past or worrying about the future. You know, all the what-if scenarios. And uh, the reason why meditation is so amazing is it brings you back to present. So you stop thinking of all those negatives. You stop thinking about all those, all those things that you don't have that all the other people have. And, and when you can be in present, you can, with the most rational mind, you can move forward from there. So meditation is huge. And I, I love meditation. I am the biggest advocate for that as far as any part of growth in your life. Um, but yes, it, it definitely applies to gratitude. And I also wanted to take a step back. First off, I love Gary Vee. And if you don't know who he is and you haven't spent time, uh, 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 finding who he is, go out and watch his content. He, he is an inspiration right now. So, uh, take time on that. So the other thing that I wanted to point out is that a lot of people ask me is, with with so many distractions in the world, right? I have a nine to five job and, and I gotta try to stay healthy and then I have kids and then I'm focusing on paying bills. How how do you take a step back and, and, and how do you stay grateful in this crazy world? Um, and 
I have an empathetic view and then a non-empathetic view. You know, part of me says, listen, everybody's road is tough. Everybody has the challenges. And if you want to sit there complaining about it and feel sorry for yourself and dig yourself a hole and stay there, that's your choice. You know, but, but really you got to proactively make time. Make time for yourself. Uh, make time to to write down the things you're grateful for so you can push out of that funk because there's 24 hours in the day. And actually, go watch uh, um, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger because he, he is just the most <laughs> – he's like, you sleep six hours a day? I, I wish I could do his voice. I, I can't do his voice. Oh, that uh, was very close. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, he is all about you sleep six hours a day and then you have 18 more hours. You know, and most people spend most of their days sleeping for 10 to 12 to 14 hours. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm not a huge fan of those excuses of everybody's, you know, there's there's just so much going on. Make some time. It's important. We want you to be happy. You want you to be happy. Take the time. Absolutely. And it's infectious. You start being grateful in everything that you have. Guaranteed the people around you will feel uncomfortable being negative all the time. That's very Your true. positivity is infectious. And Jacob, what you said was so, so powerful about the writing it down. Gratitude journal. End of story. Gratitude journal is going to engage the bliss center of your brain. Instead of drugs, use a gratitude journal <laughs> to engage the bliss center of your brain. Uh, it, if nothing else, act on that. Write in it as much as you can, everything you can think about. All you're doing is engaging the positive dopamine, serotonin in your brain, and you're creating a world for you that is better. Uh, started the podcast with saying your gratitude determines your attitude, which your attitude determines your altitude. Think back to that scale. The least opportunity, the person worst off out of the 7.7 .7 billion people to the person that's the most fortunate, the most opportunity, a gratitude journal will increase your score on that scale simply by filling out a journal. Write it down. Think about it. Say it out loud. Write it down. Read it over. Uh, you're going to reap benefits. Uh, so we're drawing close to the end of this podcast. Uh, any closing thoughts you want to address before we uh, leave I, off? I'm debating Jacob? if I want to ramble on about a point that you <laughs> made. <laughs> um, so you talked about serotonin and dopamine, right? And, and those things make you feel good. Um, alcohol will give you those. Uh, social media will give you those. Uh, when you get a text message from anybody and you get that little ding in your pocket, naturally you get a, a shot of dopamine right my ps i just received a text it's it, it's 603 in the morning didn't it feel good and my aunt uh tina she said good morning two exclamation points i mean that's a big deal two of them <laughs> not just one she said i listened to your podcast it is in all caps awesome loved it i can't wait to listen to more that alone inspired me made me feel better. Her gratitude make, made me feel more grateful. 
It's crazy how this works. It's awesome. So you're actually, that is a great point, but you're going against <laughs> exactly what the point that I was going to make. Um, text messages and social media, they make you feel good. So when you post a picture or a comment on social media and you get, you know, 50 likes, how does that make you feel? The reason why that isn't true happiness or those text messages, that one was an actual heartfelt text message. Sure. Usually it's a just whatever. And the fact that you're getting a text message, you get excited and you get that, that shot of dopamine. The reason why you can't get true happiness because of that social media like, because of that alcohol, it feels like happy for a minute, but the reason why is because that doesn't strike your heart. It's not true, it's not deep. So people will spend all day on social media and they'll feel good temporarily and then they leave social media and they feel like crap. That's why, is because it's not true, it's not deep in your soul, in your heart. I love it, absolutely love it. Thanks Jacob. So uh, we've drawn to the end of this podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, so next week, uh, and I keep saying week, but we're generating content daily, so we'll see when it's released. Uh, we're going to talk about happiness in general. Uh, the, the intent of this podcast is to improve your lives and the lives of those people around you uh, in both mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, interpersonal, and financial. We want to take every aspect of your life and we want to improve upon it and give you the tools the ideas, the models in order to get you there. Uh, we're going to talk about the high level method for getting happiness and what uh, contributing factors get you there. Uh, know that in the future, we'll be touching on all those points. It's not just the mental, uh, but we do want to engage all facets of how to achieve happiness. Once again, we thank you from Jacob and myself, uh, Mission Self Improvement Podcast number three. Uh, it's a wrap. Hope you have a great day. Thanks.